Warning. This podcast may contain spoilers for whatever TV show or movie is mentioned. Please listen at your own discretion. Welcome to Viewers Anonymous. Hello, and I am Scoots Brunson. And I am S. Foster. Welcome to the Viewers Anonymous podcast. Um, where we do our takes and reviews of movies and TV straight out of Hollywood. What's going on with you, bro? Can't call it, man. Just uh, just glad that things didn't get as bad as the news said it was going to get around here, man. You know, uh, of the devastation that's going on down in Florida uh, with Hurricane, um, damn, what is it? Ian? What, Ian? I don't forgot what it called the damn thing. But anyway... Yes, yeah, in. So we were supposed to get some of those effects here. Um, all we really got was some wind, not too much rain. Mm-hmm. But I will tell you this, though. You know, like those little tent joints that you could put, like, in the backyard, you know, so we could zip it up and all that type of shit. Like a real tent? Yeah, yeah. Like, um, but you would with put, the, like, like I little, got um, mosquito screen around it? Yeah, 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 yeah. Blew my shit away, man. Uh, <laughs> yeah, Damn. man. I was I was at work, Damn. and and I seen because I got one of those uh um alarm system joints with the with the doorbell thing. Yeah. So yeah. like I seen somebody was ringing the doorbell and I couldn't really tell who it was. I was working, so all lady called me. And she was like, "Hey, that was the uh that was the neighbor at the door." And I was talking to her the thing, and she said, "Man, the tent blew <laughs> was blown down the street." So um, you and like. Get it back? Yeah, yeah, but okay. it's it's all tore. I I had to, uh, yeah, it it bent it up, tore, it ripped up the the top and stuff. So uh, yeah, yeah, I had to had to call it a day, man. I had to um, cause like she had called her cousin and he had came and put it in the garage. Mm-hmm. And I once I got to looking at it, I was like, yeah, it's it's, it's a done deal. Yeah, so, it's over with. <laughs> yeah, it ripped, it ripped, yo. Know, Cause you got these rope things that you know that you stick into the ground, you know, mm-hmm. with the metal part, man. Only one of them still attached to it, but it, it ripped the whole damn shit out, man. Damn. Yeah. So, like I said, all we really got was most of the wind around here, mm-hmm. but you know, it didn't get as bad. Prayers, prayers down to everybody, man, down in Florida, yeah, Georgia, sure. that's dealing with it, man. I hit my boy Mark up, checked on him uh, for the last couple of days, and he just lost power. Mm-hmm. Um, Probably about thirteen hours, I think. Okay. And uh, but he got he got his power back. But he said he was doing good, no flooding, no you know type of damage like that. Right. So, but yeah, man. Oh, how about yourself, man? How you feeling? How everything going? Oh uh, man, um, man, everything is going great. You know what I'm saying? We about to get that fall weather up here, man. So, you know, it's about to be in the midst of getting hot and cold. You know what I'm saying? And getting prepared for that. Um, but man, outside of that, everything been going swimmingly, man. You know what I'm saying? Been that's going real, real good. Man, that's good to hear, man. Because I'm telling you, but some people out here, man, they going through it. Oh, I know. Trust me, I know. Yeah. I got a, I got a few friends that, you know, what I'm saying, I've been, I talk to on the daily, man, and you know, be just trying to lend an ear, man, let them vent. You know what yeah. I'm saying? At least get it off their chest and get it off their mind for a little bit. So, I definitely know that. That's what's up. Yeah, sure, man. We, people be needing that from time to time, man. Yeah, like, I think that. Definitely. I think that. I think we're getting better with, you know, reaching out to people, mm-hmm. seeing how people doing. Because I think that that whole thing of like trying to be macho and you know deal with everything yourself and all that type of shit. It'd be mm-hmm. like, yo, sometimes 
all some people need sometimes is just uh, somebody else's ear. Yeah. You know what I mean? Even if they don't, they don't have the solution. No, they don't need no opinion. They don't need no feedback, yep. no nothing. They just be wanting somebody to tell the problem to. And a lot of times, man, like people don't even realize like that that can make a world of a difference. If somebody just come to you and just be able to tell you their problem just for, you know what I'm saying, a cup, maybe five to ten minutes and just get it off their chest to where you just sitting there, you listening to them, you know what I'm saying? You ain't trying to butt in and stop them. And, man, you need to, you, you know what I'm saying, just listen to them. Hey, yep. man, that could be the difference from somebody going to rob a bank and take hostages to just being like, man, I'll fix it tomorrow. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> for real, for real. Yes, but, um, you know what I'm saying? Glad you got your tent back, man. Sorry that, you know what I'm saying, it, uh, it, it messed up. But um, I will say this though, I I gotta I gotta find a better solution at work because I don't know <clears throat> how I be getting sand in my gloves, but I be getting sand all in my gloves, and right. what it does is it creates these bumps on my hand and shit, and it gets like the the sand or the dust and all that get real deep down into your pores, mm-hmm. and when I tell you, bro, that shit itch. Oh. It is it is bad, bro. Like, and then you gotta you gotta wait till it get big enough so you can pop it. And it's like, oh. it's, yeah, it's the worst. It is the yeah. worst. That don't sound good at all. No, not at all, bro. And then like it, it sucks because like when you go to wash your hands, you know, usually you wash your hands with hot water. After you like when you come off the floor, you gotta wash your hands with cold water so that shit don't open up your pores and get in your hands and shit. So yeah. You gotta wash your hands with cold water first, and then you gotta oh. wash them again with hot water. Oh, that pisses me off. I hate washing my hands with cold water, bro. It's like it's pointless. But, <laughs> <laughs> like you ain't killing nothing, man. Um, yeah. but man, let's go ahead and get into uh, what we watching. Let's do it. got for us this week man so what i got for the people man is i mean it's no surprise man it's number one on netflix number one in the world it's like one of the biggest trending topics that is out today mm-hmm. and that is you know what i'm saying the Dahmer joint the Dahmer story the monster however they do it monster Dahmer Dahmer story whatever mm-hmm. so um i still got the final episode to go you know what I'm saying? I'm on episode 10. I'm going to watch that tonight. Okay. But I was telling you when I was giving you what I was watching, and I was like, this is an adjective that I never use. And I was like, yo, yeah. this shit is disturbing. Um, <laughs> it is, man. It, it's, it's like, and, and my dude, play, he plays it so well, but, you know, he's been in that lane before. You know, okay. he's, he's in a lot of the American Horror Story joints. Oh, okay, okay, that makes sense. Yeah, yeah, that's the same guy, yeah. and he plays it so well. And also at the same time, like, listen, man, I, I can go all day, but I'm gonna try not to. I'm just trying to, like, you got people coming out saying that, speaking on how the families are, you know, disappointed with this, and and then like most of his victims are black and brown people and mm-hmm. so people are you know a lot of people are upset saying that 
you know, we should boycott it and all of this type stuff. But that, well, Boosie came out and said that we shouldn't, that we should boycott it because the black, like the families of the victims should get money for it. Mm-hmm. But the problem with that is that all this stuff is public record. Yeah. So it's just like anybody could take the story and profit from it. You know what I'm saying? So right. it's not that easy to come up with a whole thing to get the family money. But the my biggest problem with it is the fact of how much they try to humanize him mm. and, and how much <clears throat> the police like let him skate free on multiple times on different situations. Like there was one situation where he was driving drunk, swerving all over the road. Police pull him over. Police asked the dude, yo, like I can smell the alcohol, you mm. know. He was like, look, I don't want this one mistake by you to ruin your life. So he was just like, take your ass home, not knowing that my man got a body in the trunk. Yo, they said he was in like the, the ghetto. He he was like when when he left it, like his uh dad kicked him out and he took him to his grandma's. Mm-hmm. So he stayed at his grandma's and Graham kept talking about how it smelled really bad. Um, there was a few situations that went down in grandma's house that I'm not going to get into, but like he ended up Wait moving to the hood. Wait a minute. This nigga was <laughs> killing motherfuckers in his grandma's house? In his grandma's basement, yo. Yo, this nigga is super sick, bro. <laughs> super sick. And um, yeah, he did move to the ghetto in the hood in Milwaukee. And um, his neighbor is played by Niecy Nash. Mm hmm. And um, she's very pivotal in this story. Like she, you know, told her whole story of what she was dealing with and the things that she was hearing and smelling and all that type shit. Mm-hmm. She told it to Jesse Jackson. Okay. And um, but it's I just don't like the humanizing part and how much the police let him get away with certain things. Like, there was one situation where he had an underage boy that he had yeah, kidnapped. Yeah, they brought his ass back. I remember hearing that about... Um, it was on the dock. I forgot what dock I was watching. But um, they was basically... Every episode was a different um, serial killer. Yeah. He was doing all the serial killers through um, through a, throughout, a, like, American history. Uh-huh. And they had talked about that, how the little boy was, uh, he had escaped or something like that. And I think it was two, they said it was two prostitutes, but you never know. But it was two girls that basically had seen him and was trying to help him and figure out what was going on. And then the police end up intervening and bringing him back. Well, the he way this played. Like it was his, it was his boyfriend or some shit like that. Yeah, the way this played out, it was uh Nash <clears throat> and her daughter. Mm-hmm. Uh it was well his neighbor. And um, so basically, like she was like, yo, this is a little boy. And he was like, nah, he's 19 and all this type of shit. And he yeah. actually was 15. And um the police like escorted him to the house and like they went into the uh, went into his apartment, and he's like He's looking around the apartment. He was like, yo, I got some of his personal clothes in here if you want to check. Like, he's my boyfriend, blah, blah, blah. Mm-hmm. He was like, so what? Y'all got some. And he asked, like, to look around the house. Like, you got some gay shit in here? He was like, yeah, I got some I got some gay shit. 
And so, like, then the cops was like, he didn't want to touch nothing. He didn't really want to investigate anything because he said that, that he may see some gay shit. So he was just like, fuck it. Like, I don't this, even want to look now. This, that, that, shit is, that sounds like the late 80s, early 90s. Yeah. So it's <laughs> it's, a, it's some wild shit in there, man. Like, But I think for the people who've seen it, which is probably mm-hmm. mostly everybody listening to this, episode six is the one. Like, Oh, that one was I teared up on this one. Oh wow. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, yeah. Like it, it's the one on on uh a guy named Tony. Um he was deaf. Mm-hmm. And like to see how that whole episode played out, mm-hmm. like and what Jeff was doing, because like they like literally like became like somewhat of a couple. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. And Jeff was going along learning sign and and um um Tony was, you know, he was trying to be a model mm-hmm. and like he went to he went with him when he went to take some pictures and like it like they went out to eat together, like all types of shit like that. And it mm-hmm. was just but like the way that he started the episode, like it started with like this 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 young mother with this baby and she's talking to her uh her pediatrician and he asked her have her baby been on these certain meds and she was like yeah she was like well there's a side effect to one of them and it caused you know permanent ear damage to your son and he's going to be deaf like that's how they started the episode it had nothing to do with jeffrey Dahmer. so it was like you getting into tony's life story yeah you know what i'm saying and then you know like the like it's it's probably like fifteen minutes before they even show Jeffrey Dunn. Mm. and it's just like so they're really engulfing you into Tony's story, and it was just like it was sad. Like that was like to me, like that when he killed him, like that one was like fuck, and like that that shit was wild. But but you know most people know the story. Man, this motherfucker yeah. had a head in his refrigerator. This motherfucker got hearts in his freezer. Yo, Man, they, was, that's that's some wild shit, bro. It's a wild shit, and and to hear what Joe said, it, it's so crazy to hear somebody say something that you said, right? Like, mm-hmm. I was speaking to my girl about. I was like, "This is the thing." Mm-hmm. I said, "We are conditioned to think now," and 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 look, I know what Joe was saying, mm-hmm. but we're conditioned to think that. Now, don't get me wrong. I'm, I agree. Like, you know, you don't want to eat people. No. Right. But <laughs> we eat by every fucking animal known alive. Mm-hmm. And it's just like, who's to say, you know what I'm saying, that your thigh ain't fire if you put some season salt on it? Like, hey, listen. <laughs> I'm just it's, no, well, you, you got a point because it's actual, like, civilizations. In, in the world today that are cannibalistic. Yeah, and I'm like, I was like, don't get me wrong. I was like, I'm not going to just start eating people or some shit. Mm-hmm. I'm just saying, like, we're conditioned to believe that is that is like super nasty, but it's like, it's super... Well, it's, it's, scientifically, it's, you're not supposed to because it's a... It's a um, I forgot what it's called, but 
anytime they've anytime they've encountered somebody who um who was a cannibal or whatever, it's a disease that they have from eating human meat. Yeah. So it's it's not like some shit that your body can naturally consume. Yeah. And and don't get me wrong, I would never do this shit unless no, 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 yeah. unless I'm saying we in some motherfucking Walking Dead days. Man, you and... better throw some <laughs> corn, nigga. Let me tell you something, bro. It's that's the that's like I I I don't fuck with nothing vegan, nothing veget, none of that goofy shit. But in the midst of an apocalypse, yeah, I can eat green beans and shit for the rest of my life. I'm not eating a person, bro. No, nah, no, nah, I ain't eating a person. Like I'm talking more like I'm talking about in an apocalypse. I'm not eating like, a person. Like that, that's no, I can't do it, dude. That's just like uh, that one show on Showtime. I um, eat tomatoes before I do that. I know, and I don't like that shit you talking I hate about. Tomatoes. I don't like. I don't like any of that shit either. But I yeah. think I'll eat it then. But like, I'm just being funny. Of like, that's one of the things that happened in that one show, Yellow Jackets. Oh, okay, um, okay. Like that's on they, Showtime, right? Yeah, like they. You, know, know, I gotta you, you be naming way too many fire shows, bro. Like, <laughs> like they plane went down, and it. You know mm. what I'm saying? You know that's the same shit that happened up to the 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 Olympic or whatever the motherfuckers was on the on the plane when they landed into the mountain, start eating each other and shit to survive. Yeah, so it's like you know if it's to survive, but I don't want nobody to get it misconstrued. But like when I listen to to Joe, I like damn dude. Like I was thinking the same shit. I mean, I, I mean, would never sense, do though. it. I would yeah. never do it. But it's just more of like. But I mean, have have we? I mean, we all been to the zoo. Mm-hmm. Pigs are fucking disgusting, and they stink. Well, not only but that, though, bacon like, is fire. But yeah, not only that though. Like it's animals that eat their kind, though. Yeah, you know what I'm saying. But yeah, I mean, it's it's not far fetched to think that some shit like that is somewhere on the black market where niggas is looking for human ribs. Yo, my man was cooking a liver, my guy. Mm-hmm. And like all he put on it, put like a little salt and pepper on it. That was it. White people, bro. <laughs> White people, bro. Even, <laughs> even in the midst of chaos, they still can't season shit, bro. Yo, that shit is that's wild, fucking man. crazy. I even, in the, I even in the midst of it all, they still don't know some Lowry's a change of life. I can't wait till you watch this shit, man. Like mm-hmm. it's 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 truly disturbing though, but it's good. Like I said, I got one more episode to go. Okay. But but yeah, it's it's wild. I mean, look, prayers and shouts out to the family. I'm, I'm sorry for, sure. for everybody's loss. But you know, sometimes man, entertainment wins, man. I mean, it mm-hmm. sucks that they are, you know what I'm saying, the real people, but yeah. Well, I think it's. I think it's. <clears throat> excuse me. I think it's important, especially nowadays. I think it's important for us to know about things like that that happen in history. I know a lot of people say it's being sensationalized and it's being um, used to, you know, what I'm saying, make money and all this other shit. But the the fact of the matter is, is that we do every like we make historic movies. We make movies about shit that happened in history. Yep. Nobody complains about that. You know what I'm saying? We make a movie about the Civil War and nobody bat an eye. You know what I'm saying? They make a show about Jeffrey Dahmer and now everybody's like, oh, but the trauma. What about the trauma that happened to, to all these people looking at, you know what I'm saying, what could have been a great, great uncle getting shot 
you know what I'm saying, at Gettysburg. Like, you don't, you, yeah. you know what I'm saying? But I think that's important to put that type of stuff in film and, and, to, and to make those type of shows and movies. I mean, because truth of the matter is, how else are we going to know? You know what I'm saying? If you watching fucking, if you watching fucking, uh, I mean, if you go into schools, they trying to take shit out of history books. So it's like at this point, hell, the shit that, you know what I'm saying? Like, think about this. When they made the Central Park Five uh, show. When they see us. Yeah. You know how many people didn't even know that was a thing? You know how many people didn't even know that happened? You know what I'm saying? Like, even even when people talk about, like, like, and this is just, a, just an example, but, like, people talk about slavery, right? Mm-hmm. And, you know, people talk about, like, all the bad stuff that happened, but they always refer to the South. Mm-hmm. But they don't never talk about how the North had slaves, too. Like, people forget, like, Harriet Tubman was in, like, Connecticut or some shit like that. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? She was in, like, New Hampshire. She wasn't in fucking Georgia. She was up north. Like, nigga, it was a, it was a ways away to get to Philadelphia. Like, she went all the way to Philadelphia. Like, literally. So it's like, we be forgetting, like, you know what I'm saying? Like, they, they have a weird way of trying to manipulate what history is and, and i think that with these type of things like even when you watch the the harriet tubman movie like they tell you what the state is right there it ain't no southern state that's that's a state in the north you know what i'm yeah. saying so yeah i think it's important for us to have these type of things to to be able to watch and see even if um even and and don't get me wrong, I know that they can kind of skew stuff and skew facts and all that type of stuff too. But at least you know what I'm saying through this, we can take that and then go do our own research to find out about it. But yeah, I, I think it's important, man. But um, so for mine, man, I'm a huge video game person. I'm a huge anime person. Well, I'm not gonna say huge anime person. Um, I'm fairly. I ain't gonna say fairly new, but I've I've really gotten in, into anime within this past year. I've watched anime a lot of uh just throughout my childhood. Cause you know what I'm saying? I watched Pokemon, Yu-Gi-Oh, Dragon Ball Z, all the usuals. But now that I gotten older, I'm able to catch more stuff and see more stuff. So I've been watching a lot more anime. But they merged the two, man. Um I play a game called Cyberpunk. And they came out with an anime show about it. It's called Cyberpunk Edge Runners. If you play this game, you know what it is. It's a wild game, first and foremost. Second, um, the show is great. It tells a story about uh, this kid who ends up losing his mom. He's basically pretty much on his own. He gets kicked out of school, and he basically joins this ragtag team of criminals. And he's basically trying to become basically one of the best criminals uh there is in um i think it's night city is that what it's called i think it's called night city don't don't quote me but um yeah man i played the game i done beat the game already i done played it two three times and beat it twice um and i'm still playing it to this day but when i seen that i had to check it out they got a lot of a lot of different things from the game and then like in if you play the game they got some stuff from the show in the game that you can get to, so that's pretty dope. But it's called um Cyberpunk Edge Runners. Go check that out. It's based on the video game Cyberpunk 2077. It is fire. The video game stars Keanu Reeves, too. So that's, oh, that's what's up. 
yeah, that's something for people who, uh, you know, what I'm saying if you into that, if you into that, check that out. <clears throat> so, um, man, let's get into it, man. Our feature presentation is basically a docu series about one of the uh, pioneers of the automobile industry. Uh, it's called the Myth and the Mogul. Um, we are doing the John DeLorean documentary. I couldn't find a trailer for it, so if you don't see a trailer, please forgive me. But yeah, man, this doc is wild. It tells you pretty much the story about John DeLorean and how he came up with the classic DeLorean car. Most of you may know the DeLorean from the classic movie Back to the Future. Um, and others, you just may be a car enthusiast. But um, checking this out, man, because I know you just seen this, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah, so checking this out, <laughs> what did you think about my man John DeLorean? Okay, first of all, let me get this out the way. <laughs> One of my favorite mm-hmm. Pontiacs mm-hmm. is the Pontiac GTO. And you trying to tell me this motherfucker yeah. was my man. Yo, I love classic muscle cars, my guy. Mm-hmm. That's number one. And to know that he was the one who fucking designed this car and, and made the idea of put a huge ass engine in this shit. Mm-hmm. Yo, I was like, that shit caught me by surprise. Yeah. I had no idea that John DeLorean had anything to do with that. Not only that, John DeLorean, like, listen, but if I could change my name, I might change the shit to John DeLorean. That shit is hard. I'm sorry. This is a fire fire name, man. It's a fire name. Um, but watching this shit, man, it you want to talk about privilege at its finest. Like talk about yo, listen, and this ain't even white privilege. This is rich people privilege. Yeah, my man (laughs) got set up by his neighbor, which I don't think he really got set up. I think that was bullshit. That's because he knew if you know you need money and you go Mm -hmm. to this guy and and you know what he does, obviously. Mm -hmm. So I think that's bullshit. The whole little thing that he set him up, but for you, the nigga was an FBI informant. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> yeah. He wasn't even a real drug dealer. <laughs> and then and then the wild part is the the FBI agent comes in there and he was like, hey, you know, you're under arrest. He stands up, put the cuffs on him. He was like, the first thing that come out of his mouth, do you mind if I sit down? Come on, man. You know the privilege you have. Oh, I'm getting out of this shit. Let me just sit down real quick. You know. Listen, first, first and foremost, you got to take a seat. Because <laughs> fucking you talking about a plot twist. <laughs> nigga, you mean to tell me this nigga been moving kilos this whole time and he worked for the FBI? If I'd have known, brother, I mean, damn, I'd have just came to you and asked about some, you know what I'm saying? I'd have told you some secrets or something. Like, yo, that shit. It, it was it was totally a setup, first and foremost. So to explain to everybody what's going on, um, John DeLorean was in the issue to where he needed more money to keep his car factory going and we're gonna get into that a little bit later because i ain't gonna lie to you you're yeah, talking crazy. about you talking about <laughs> the greatest scam artist in the world this nigga may yeah. be a nominee yeah, um man. yeah but he basically um he basically needed money to continue his car factory so he could produce uh more cars and unfortunately some things are going on where he couldn't do it he ended up going to a neighbor who he knew uh 
basically push drugs. And, you know what I'm saying, he was asking him, yo, if I, you know, if I give you some money, you know, what can I get back? And dude basically told him, you give me, what he said, like 1.5, I can get you back 66 million or some shit like that. So he's yeah. like, oh, shit, nigga, yeah, that's not like a, that's a deal. That's nothing. Then this nigga hit him. Yeah, you under arrest. First and foremost, that is a setup, man. That's a setup. Man, I hear what you're saying. But if you went to him, the, my thing I is. I honestly you, don't think it went down like that. I think that they just so happened to be talking. And John DeLorean, know, knowing what he does, had mentioned it like, yeah, man, you know, I'm in the bond for some money. And dude probably was like, I mean, <laughs> you got 1.5 mil, bro. I could, I could turn that around for you. I, I, I feel you and I hear you. But I'm saying to all the people that he went to, Mm-hmm. I think that he went to this guy because he knew what the dude did. He was like, I know that this is the way that I can flip my money real fast. Mm-hmm. Because at this time, I mean, cocaine is moving heavy. Well, I mean, it's, what, it's the 70s and the 80s. Yeah, so it's just mm-hmm. like, I think that John knew what he was into. I think John just didn't know that he was the FBI informant. I'm going to be honest with you. I think that this was a setup by some people in the car industry. The automobile industry had to set this nigga up. So they knew that John was going to go to his neighbor and ask him. No, 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 not at all. What I think this, what I think is that the fact that his neighbor just so happened to be an FBI informant living next to John DeLorean, the dude who was working for Pontiac, I think he worked for like Ford or somebody else like that. Well, yeah, but basically General Motors. They, yeah. you know, they own everything, right? But he he was he was one of their biggest engineers. Did like what they was doing. Said, "Fuck it, I'm gonna go make my own shit." Went to go do it. They probably didn't even think that he was gonna have a way to do it, but he did it anyway. Went all the way overseas, started doing it. Everybody anticipating it and everything else like that. Now, mind you, don't forget. He is on, he's one of the class members of Lifestyles of the Rich and Famous. His girlfriend is a model. Like, dude is, dude is a real live socialite, too. So, mm-hmm. all this is happening, and they know, yo, if he gets these cars made, it's going to blow us out the water. Not only that, the cars are fuel efficient, they made from a stainless steel. So, if you buy one, you'll never have to buy a car again. Like, come on, bro. Everything is, everything adds up. To the to the fact that somebody at GM or one of these other car companies was like, "Hey, we got to get this dude out of here because if he gets successful with this, we may never sell a car again." And it was not an expensive car. Yeah, it it, it <clears throat> wasn't. It wasn't. But I think that I hear what you said, and when it comes to that world of you know those people that's making that type of money. Mm-hmm. I, I think that their egos are so big that they're like, yo, we could come up with another car. You know what I'm saying? Like, mm-hmm. I think that from the success that, you know, Cadillac was having, or Chevrolet was having, I think that they were just like, okay, so, and then you also got to understand, like, if you look at cars, a lot of people just bite off other people. Like, 
For Everybody sure. is really in the same. It's really the same game, you know. Just like Samsung and Apple, like you know, Apple will come up with an idea. Samsung will come out with an idea. They'll steal this one and this oh, one. That's a fact. That one. I seen so, a GMC this morning that looked just like the car that I drive. Well, this is the thing. Like the thing with with cars, right? Mm-hmm. GMC and Chevrolet mm-hmm. do the same thing. They make knockout versions of shit. Yep. Ford and Mercury, same thing. Yeah, Mercury just a knockout Ford. Um, oh, what's that car? Um, Lincoln and um, what's the, oh man, what's the Buick? Other? Ain't it? Yeah, I think it's Lincoln, Lincoln and Buick. So like, there, like, there's always <laughs> two cars mm-hmm. that are that are going to look similar. Mm-hmm. So. That's just like the the Sierra is the same thing as the Silverado. Yeah, it's just the GM the GMC version. So right. So yeah, I think that if if John would have been able to be successful with the DeLorean, they would have just been like, all right, let's get the DeLorean, let's bring it up in here. We're yeah. gonna make our own version of it, but we already got the clout from being a company that's been around for so long, whatever, whatnot. Mm-hmm. So they could have just got the car. Brought then brought in their own engineer and just basically copied the fucking car. I mean, because that's what that's what they do now. It wouldn't have been the same because they wouldn't have did it stainless steel because they'd have been like, we got to take the cheaper route. <clears throat> and you also got to remember too that they was having the issues um, with a lot of different stuff because remember he was gonna make it a lighter weight. It wasn't gonna be as heavy as the other cars. It was a whole bunch of things he was doing to the that he was supposed to be doing to that car. That made it uh, uh, miles fuel efficient. Yeah, the fuel efficiency was the major thing, though. Yeah, because yeah, there was a there was a gas thing going on um, where people couldn't get no oil because there was a whole thing going on with that. So that's what made him want to make that type of that type of car in the first place mm-hmm. was because the whole gas and oil crisis that was going on at the time. And he, so, and he caught up with it. Okay, so this, this is the thing that I did like about dude, right? Because he was a genius. Let's keep it real. He was a genius. He knew he knew how to market. He knew how to promote. And you know what I'm saying? He knew basically how to sell. The first thing he did was when he was doing the whole GTO thing was the reason that he did the GTO the way he did it was because of the younger kids. He knew that they was racing cars and doing everything else. And he like, hey, if we make this car a little bit sleeker, put a bigger engine in it and make it faster, the kids are going to buy this car up and this is going to be something that they want. And what happens? They buying that bad boy off the lot because now it's a mm-hmm. faster car. It's a muscle car. You know what I'm saying? They got some speed on it. So he knew how to, you know what I'm saying? He was basically aware of what was going on in society with the younger crowd, you know what I'm saying? And he knew how to basically move everything around. What ended up happening, like you said, was the oil crisis. And then the environmentalist came and popped up. And he was like, well, well, I know how to get this car. So let's go ahead and make this fuel efficient, you know what I'm saying? And it don't use as much gas. And, you know what I'm saying, it cut down on the emissions, boom, and we get that out of there. So, you know what I'm saying? Like, he was a very smart dude, and he knew how to work these cars, and he knew what to do. And not only that, like, the fact that he knew that if he looked good and he, you know what I'm saying, he was out and about and he was attached to these things, that people definitely wanted to buy it because of who he was. 
You know what I'm saying? Like that was he had he had some very genius moments. Yeah, except when he got that plastic surgery because that shit looked that was crazy. Rash. Yeah, that was crazy. Niggas trying to get a movie star chin. Yeah, that wasn't a good idea. But no, like you're definitely right, man. Like going with the wave of the young kids at the time was definitely the, the right thing to do. And he claimed he came up with some very classic cars. Mm-hmm. Um, but to even come up with the idea of like, yo, I'm I'm gonna strike out on my own where I'm making six hundred thousand a year, and mm-hmm. I'm gonna go out on my own and I'm gonna try to build my own empire. And so you get this dude to make this prototype of the car that he wants. Completely shits on him when he gets with the with the one dude that all, that worked um with the Grand Prius joint. Um, I forget what my man name was, but. He liked the other dude better because that guy was designing the cars for uh, for Formula One, and yeah. like they was even though he was competing against like billionaires, he was the one guy that did not make a lot of money, but all his cars was beating all these million dollar cars. Mm-hmm. So he brought him in to help him, you know, design. You he know, was design the, he, the he was the one that was designing the um the Lotus. Yeah, yeah, the Lotus. Mm-hmm. And completely shits on my man that, I think his name was Bill, who came up with the prototype. He yeah. used the prototype to get the deal that he yep. even got in the first fucking place and completely mm-hmm. shits on my dude. But like, but what, what was interesting to me <clears throat> was the whole thing of like, when he was shopping the idea around, going all over the place, like he tried to do Americans Americans, you know, I think they was kind of, you know, optimistic about it. So then he starts traveling out of seas. He go to, uh, you know what I'm saying, go to, I think he said he went to uh, Brazil, went to Argentina and shit. Then, then he yeah. ended up showing up in Ireland in Belfast. Yep. And Belfast is going through a fucking civil war. And well, this, this is this is for the, this is to find the shop. Yeah, this is to to find a a, um, a place to get the shop because they they was trying to um, find a um, a building so they could make a plant. And they're going through what was the the Protestants and the Catholics? They're going through yep. a war, and it's like there's literally bombs going off in the middle of the street, like just yeah. in the middle of the day. And this motherfucker come up with an idea to have an interest for the Protestants and an interest for the Catholics and have all these motherfuckers working there together. Nigga was genius. Motherfuckers weren't even going to school together, but they was working together. but they was working together. This was the dope part about this, though, because when he created that plant, and and you know what I'm saying, they was talking about how Belfast was basically going through, you know what I'm saying, like a depression. Mm -hmm. And because he brought that plant there, that helped people get jobs. That helped people start bringing up the economy. Stores start popping up. People was able to start buying cars on their own. People was able to start, you know what I'm saying, living in, in you know what I'm saying, great living conditions. Like, he brought the economy of Belfast up. All the while, he's scamming Belfast in the process, which I thought, <laughs> What's the funniest shit in the world? <laughs> this nigga, man. Yo, so he basically 
they basically come up with a deal to give him the money to create this plant. And the midst of giving him the money, it basically created like a shitload of jobs for these people in Belfast. And then they just start like the economy start booming. And every so often, you know what I'm saying? Like the, uh, the one guy was saying, like, it takes usually five to six years to really truly develop a car. And he said that he's going to get this shit done in two years. Well, four or five years later, you know what I'm saying? He back at the government and he asking them for more money so he can continue this process so he can perfect this car. Well, they tell him, hey, listen, we can't do this because if we do this, we're basically going to bankrupt ourselves. And he was like, all right, cool. Well, they was like, well, don't get mad, you know what I'm saying? Because we've spent $88 million on this. Bruh, this nigga was shelling money <laughs> to a fake corporation in a Swiss bank account, bruh. This nigga was the truth, bruh. He was the truth. And then, like, he would just do shit, like, <laughs> like everything they would do, what well, everything that he wanted to do, he never wanted to use his own money. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so he would ask other people. Yeah. He would always take, like, 10% out of that shit just for himself. And yeah. I'm like, yo, y'all don't see, like, what's going on here. Like, and th- but then at the same time, he muscled some people. You know what I'm saying? Like mm-hmm. the whole story about the guy who look, we need and I should have remembered his name. We need to thank this guy because this guy changed oh, with the coil. Yeah, with the cool man, I'm telling you, but if yeah. anybody know anything about a car right now. Well, like, he didn't really muscle man. He ain't really muscle him, my nigga. He finessed him. He, 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 he finessed him, he but finessed then at the same time, like, you know, sending threats out and and all that type of shit, like you know, look, we talking business. I mean, it's on, man. if, if, mafia if, if it's it's mafia shit, but I I think that my man was just an inventor. Like I think that he just came up with an invention, and he's like, yo, I think that this can really help people. I I don't think that he thought that it was gonna go down the way that it went down. Okay, listen. Would you rather get Would you rather get punked by five or six people, or just get punked by one person? <laughs> those are the type of questions you have to ask yourself. Because, yeah, but, go ahead. But think about the the money that that my man lost because well, he was losing it anyway. Yeah, but if he would have sold it to the right people, he would have got I mean, it. He thought he did. Exactly. That's well, he I'm didn't saying. sell he it. He kind of gave it to him. But <laughs> that, that's what I say. <laughs> it's really his fault. Like, okay, so you make this cooling coil, right? That's cooling down these cars so these cars don't overheat and explode and all this other shit, right? Well, he's taking this shit to these companies, and these companies are like, yeah, this is great. But then they start making it themselves. So yeah. he he already losing money on that end. Then, you know what I'm saying? He's like, yo, we got to fix it. He calls John DeLorean. Yo, man, listen, I got this idea. I'm going to give you the patent for it. I know if I give you the patent for it, at least, you know what I'm saying, they can make some type of money. Well, if you give me the patent for it, then it's pretty much my invention. You asked out. Yeah, you know but I, I think that he thought John was going to do the right thing. Now, why would you, you know think that? You don't. You well, he didn't know it. I, I, I think that 
at this point, John DeLorean's reputation mm-hmm. was that he would do the right thing. Because I think that the way people looked at that plant, mm-hmm. they was like, you know, what Belfast was going through, like they unemployment situation was worse than like our unemployment situation. That, that's what I'm yeah. saying. They was going through a real depression. And so to see that this man go to a place like Belfast and what they was going through in the middle of the Civil War, there's no jobs, there's nothing like they even did this comparison with this one guy, like John. John thought, I think that he thought Belfast was going to be a safe place. Mm-hmm. And once he got there, he was like, mm-hmm. yo, like this shit is crazy. So this one guy was like, yo, like, he said that John called him was like, yo, it's dangerous out here. He was like, well, it's dangerous in downtown Detroit. He said, do, like, do this. He said, walk, he said, walk down, down downtown uh, Detroit. Uh, Detroit. For an hour and then come down here and walk downtown Belfast. He was no, like, he said I walk. He said I do. He said I walk uh, an I hour in Belfast and then you walk an hour in Detroit and you tell me which one is worse. Yeah, dude and said time, hell no. Yeah, like that was that was crazy and and I've heard a little bit about that in history stuff, but not mm-hmm. not too much. Like you yeah. know what I'm saying. But I, I didn't know that Belfast got like that bad and that the government gave him that much money. Yeah, that shit is. I mean, they crazy. gave him eighty-eight million, bro. Money. Eighty-eight million. Eighty-eight million, and then all these DeLoreans are just sitting outside. Like, and then no, what did he tell them though? He said, "Yo, so are you going to sell these here?" Or he was like, "Nah, I mean, you know, North America pretty much had they bid in first. So I mean, I think you know, what I'm saying under the company's morale." Uh, he said, under the company's morality, it would only be right, you know what I'm saying, to make sure they got over to America for the first year shipment. I said, yo, this nigga is genius. This yeah, he, nigga yeah. is genius. Yeah, he's genius until he got all the cars shipped over there and then the fucking door wouldn't open. <laughs> and the window yeah, oh, that was crazy. <laughs> dude, said, dude said that he doing the video, you know what I'm saying, he talking about it. They do. They were doing a report on it. He drive down the street and he couldn't get out the car. And then they had to come open the other door. He had to shimmy over to the other side just to get out. I said, "Yo, that's crazy." <laughs> he was like, "Yo," he was like, "That was a disaster." He was like, "Can you imagine getting a car and you can't get mm-hmm. out there, bitch?" But I mean, is you gotta blame Belfast, Ireland for that? If they would have gave him more money, he could have fixed it. Man, fuck out <laughs> <laughs> they was like, we done with you. Like until we saw yeah. these results. Mm-hmm. But you know, it it was I mean, listen, this happened everywhere. Um, you know, like they was talking about the people who they talked to this one lady who worked there and she was like, There were people who bought houses and you know, got a mortgage and all type of shit, thinking that everything's gravy and Mm-hmm. And then all of a sudden, John get arrested <laughs> in Las Vegas. Yeah, with a, with a uh, I forget how much it was, but I know at least he at least had a brick in there. Yeah, and now they ain't got nowhere to work, and it's just like a place that did not have many jobs to begin with. They're like really in a worse off position because just imagine. Well, yeah, if, if, yeah, because for real. yeah, because it's like if 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 there's already turmoil and you unemployed, a lot of the times you ain't got shit, so you ain't mm-hmm. got that much shit to lose. Mm-hmm. But if you get a job at this factory, now you got this money rolling in, yeah. credit going up, 
Now I'm mm-hmm. buying a house. I'm gonna buy a car. Mm-hmm. I can food. get groceries now. Yeah, now my job gone. Yo, the government, the government. I mean, the, yeah, the government of Belfast has to be kicking themselves in the ass right now. Definitely. Because think about this though: if they had just gave him the rest of that money, bro, do you know what that payout would have been like? Because if you think about it, that economy was up. So they were actually making money during that time compared to yeah. a time when you wasn't making nothing. Even though he was t- like, even though dude said like, we can't keep, you know what I'm saying? Giving you the taxpayers money. At the end of the day, you really could. Cause shit, they actually was paying taxes at this point. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Like, <laughs> at first nigga, it wasn't no taxpayers money, but now they actually paying taxes. So to me, it was like, yeah, even he could have kept that whole shit going. And the type of dude that he seemed to be, he that wasn't going to be something. I mean, like that was his cash cow. Like he wasn't going to stop that. You know what I'm saying? Like it would have made more sense to fund it, keep your economy going, and you'd have been straight. And instead, they was like, "Nah, we just don't see it happen." Imagine how many DeLoreans would have been out here if those motherfuckers would have just been like, "All right, we trust you, John. Here you go." Yeah, but it's just like when when you're funneling that type of money and you're not really seeing the results. And then, I, but like I said, like you just mentioned it. Maybe if you would have been like, all right, I'll do a type of deal where the people that work for me can, you know, get like at least some kind of like first dibs on like the cars that are here mm-hmm. instead of just. Flat out saying, like, you know, the first shipments are going out to America, North America because they already put bids in. But it's like, okay. Well, so see, it was, it was smart of him to do that anyway because you got to think about it. If they sent it over to America, it being a new car and what it was, it was going to sell. Yeah, like, they, yeah, they, they thought the dealership people were like, he was like, he had to start taking cash payments of 5000 because mm-hmm. people wanted, like, first dibs on the car. So, like, the car was going to sell, but that's just, like, around here, like, like I told you, like, BMW has completely mm-hmm. changed where I'm from. Like, I'm from Greer. It it changed everything. Like, they built a whole fucking airport. Dude, we didn't mm-hmm. have an airport here until fucking BMW came. And like, yeah, they changed a lot of states in the South, because ain't, um, ain't the Saint Stadium? No, it's Bent. Is it the Bentley? No, you're talking about Mercedes-Benz. Mercedes 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 yeah, Mercedes that's, that, that's yeah. in Atlanta. That's yeah. in Atlanta. Yeah. But like... What's the Saints uh, Stadium called? It used to be the Superdome. Um, no, it, that, it's the Mercedes-Benz Superdome. Not the Saints. That's... uh, That's Atlanta? Damn, man, you got me confused. Bro, I'm about to look it up. Go ahead. Okay, but... um. But the whole point of what I'm saying is like pretty a lot of people that work at BMW drive BMWs. But like mm-hmm. they get like a special deal like they let them lease them and all of that type shit. But uh, like if he would have done like a situation like that, I think that Belfast would have been a little bit more lenient on okay. Oh, it's if, it's Caesar Superdome. That's that's New Orleans, right? Yeah, and then the Falcons is no. Well, somebody yeah, you right. It. It's Mercedes Benz in, okay. in Atlanta, and then New Orleans is Caesars. Okay, 
And um, but I, I just think that if he would have looked out for his workers, um, I think that maybe they would have been more opt to give him the money because then once you start seeing those DeLoreans going around in Belfast, then that could be like, okay, like we we see you know what's going on here, but like, but like, dude. That whole thing of what happened to him when he was a teenager, dude. Mm-hmm. Wow. But man, so this is the thing. Like, we're old enough, you know, so I don't mm-hmm. know how young of a crowd that we got that's listening to this podcast. But there used to be a thing called the phone book, people, where you had the yellow pages and you had the white pages, right? But they actually used to put your address. Yep. And your phone <laughs> and, number. And your phone number. And your full name. <laughs> yeah, full name and everything in the phone book. Mm-hmm. All right. And the yellow pages was for businesses. Yep. So John comes up with this idea when he's in college. I think he was in college. Mm-hmm. Where he created an His ad to put in the phone book, and he knew he couldn't take it everywhere, so he only had it in select places. And this motherfucker got arrested for fraud. Yep. And he ended up getting off because one of his teachers went down there talking about the potential that he has and blase, 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 all the type shit. So none of the charges stuck. And I think that that's when John got his first taste of, if I could charm you, oh, it's over. I could, yeah, if I could charm it's you, it's, it's done. And I mean, it showed throughout his whole life, like, think about all the shit that he was doing. He basically charmed his way into getting the top engineering position. And then he also did the same thing with, you know what I'm saying, the people of Belfast and the government of Belfast. And then I mean, shit, his wife. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Remember his wife? His wife was uh, yo, yo, half yo. his age. 25-year age gap, my guy. Yeah. That's crazy. That's, that's crazy. That's crazy. And she was a model. Yeah. You, first and foremost, first and foremost, salute to this nigga because this nigga was making cars. He wasn't no actor. He wasn't no athlete. He wasn't a musician. Yep. He was none of that shit. This nigga was just a dude who made cars. And he was like the cream of the crop in New York. This nigga was kicking it with the Rat Pack. This nigga was kicking <laughs> it with everybody. Like, nigga, they were talking about this nigga kicking it with Sammy Davis Jr. But I'm like, yo, this nigga makes cars. He don't do nothing... I mean, it. don't get me wrong. I'm sorry. I, I, I don't want to disrespect anybody like that. That is extraordinary. But what oh, I'm yeah. saying is, like, he wasn't he wasn't in the, like, the, he wasn't a celebrity. But he was a celebrity, though. That's the crazy part. He was a celebrity for making cars. Yeah. Moved out to, moved out to L.A. and everybody said he turned Hollywood. Come on, man. Well, so working out and getting plastic surgery. And then got a, then got a model of his last name, Ferrari. Yeah, come on, man. And then the, this was the crazy part, though. The lady that was that was writing the book, and she was using him as the study for the book, was talking about how he was having a midlife crisis. But I was like, yo, if my midlife crisis goes that way, I'll take two of those. <laughs> I'll take two of them. Because that's a hell of a midlife crisis. I'm having a midlife crisis. So I'm going to get in the gym. I'm going to get buffed up. I'm about to go find a chick half my age, model status. Yep. And on top of that, nigga, I'm about to be kicking it with celebrities. I'm about to be making court. Yo, that's a hell of a midlife crisis. 
that's a midlife crisis you want. Yeah. Um, John, if that, like you said, sign, sign me up for three. Man. I mean, if, if that's what it is, you know what I'm saying? Just taking, getting buff and getting a, a woman that's 25 years younger than me and she willing to have my kids and all this type of shit. Like, okay, like, yeah, let, let, let's do this. And I get to hang out with the celebrities when all I do is I am, like, I'm not even, I'm not even like the, like the CEO of General Motors. Yeah, I was just about to say, he wasn't even making the, the car yet. Yeah, I'm just the top designer on, <laughs> of bro. the cars. Come you know on, what I'm saying? Bro. And that's because of one car that I made. Because when he shot up the rank is when he made the GTO. Yep. And that's it's like, shit, man. yeah, but that GTO fire. Bro. No, of course it is. I mean, it's, but, it's classic. Yeah, but like, yeah, you're right. Like, and and my thing is like, how often do we know other than like, I was about to say Jeff Bezos. Other than um, Elon Musk. Elon Musk. Yeah. It's like, who do you really, really know that design cars? And he ain't even like the car designer. He just the nigga that owned Tesla. Yeah. It's like, <laughs> Tesla's you, don't really you, don't, know. you still don't even know who designed that motherfucker. He just the nigga that owns Tesla. Yeah. Like, I, like, I know, and I don't even know his name. All I know is the guy that, if, if I'm not mistaken, I think the first year. That it changed. I want to say it was two thousand and three or four when mm-hmm. when the when the uh, Chrysler three hundred first started making that. Oh change. my goodness! Yeah. All I know is they said, "Yo, a black guy designed that car." Of course he did. Look at it. But do we know his name? Know. <laughs> you know what I mean. Like, you only know you only know three names in the car industry, and it's only three now because it just came out. It it was. Henry Ford, yeah. Now it's Elon Musk, and and because of this came out, John DeLorean. You don't know anything else about the niggas who was making cars. Yeah, I don't know no. I don't know nobody's name. Like even I, I think even people who are like car people, we don't the, really still, know. We don't really know these people. If a if a nigga came up to a chick and was like, yeah, you know what I'm saying, girl, I created, you know what I'm saying, the the Bentley, whatever. She just looked at that nigga like, oh, girl, look at that Dave Chappelle. <laughs> it was like, ugh, nigga, you smell like French fries. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Like, nobody cares about that dude, bro. So the fact that this nigga was like the man, bro, they they said that him and his wife was basically like New York's darling couple. Yo, my man had a two-bedroom apartment on Fifth Avenue in New York. Come on, bro. Like where the, like, nigga, where the damn was elevator to go nigga. to your door. They said to they said it was five, they said it was five doormen. Like, come on. So for for him to get to that point, man. That nigga went to minks, nigga. It brought his wife five of them. Bruh. Nigga was wearing minks, bruh. This nigga designed the car and was wearing Hey man, listen, y'all niggas got the wrong. I swear to goodness, y'all niggas got the wrong game plan. Y'all niggas out here trying to rap, boy. If you don't go make a car, the fuck are we talking about, bro? Like nigga, if John DeLorean can do it, so can you, bro? Oh man, what are we talking about man. Uh, These niggas want to go sound like fucking 
uh, the Migos and, and Gunners. <laughs> Boy, go make a car. Oh, man. Yeah. Yeah, that was... Um, mm, mm, mm. Yeah. I mean, look, you, you got to give it to him, man. To, to mm -hmm. get the way he got for just designing cars. Fire. Like, yeah, you're, you're fire. definitely right. But, I mean... For him to, but you know, to get back to it, you know, he got off of, of the charges, mm -hmm. but it got to a point where the whole DeLorean, you know, the whole deal fell through. Yeah, because I mean, um, wasn't nobody there to, to keep the shit going. He was, yeah, he and, was, um, he was going through the case for what two years? Yeah, two years. So yeah. it was just in limbo for two years. And, mm -hmm. and one thing they did not touch though, they did not touch the uh, how. The DeLorean end up getting in Black to the Future. Like they didn't, but what they did touch on was the greatest thing that ever happened to this dude in life, because he was such a socialite and because he was such a celebrity. One Larry Flint steps in and gets the tape of the setup that gets him free. For people who don't know who Larry Flint is, Larry Flint is the creator of a uh, adult magazine called Hustler. Hustler. That, that rivaled Playboy. And at the time, Playboy was this sassafras magazine that had articles in it. And it was all these celebrity chicks that was, you know what I'm saying, showing their boobs in it. And, oh, man, you know, you, you look for it. And he was like, yo, this is pretty cool. This is, you know what I'm saying, this is Playboy. It was real dainty. It was real um, burlesque, if I might say. Hustler came out and was like, <laughs> Playboy, they showing boobs. Nah, flip the page four. Straight banging. <laughs> you know <what> I'm <laughs> they, Hustler was showing it all, bro. It was like, oh, you thought she was cool? Yeah, watch her get beat down real quick. Like, yo, that, yo. So Larry Flint, and, and for those who don't know who Larry Flint is, there's a movie about him. It's called The People versus Larry Flint, starring Woody Harrelson. Go check that out. Very, very uh, important movie because it also has to do a lot with uh, freedom of speech and freedom of press as well. So go check that out. Um, but the fact that Larry Flint intervened in this and was the one who got him off is crazy. This is that's what I'm saying, bro. We, if you watch this, you will forget that this nigga was just a car engineer. Not, not only that, but just that whole thing of like who you know. Mm -hmm. Because for him to get off when they, they got you on camera making a deal, you, you, you they got you toasting to make a deal. You know that's I'm why saying? I said that's why I said it had to be a setup because whatever was in that video, bro, like it definitely was like, hey, something ain't right about this. Like that shit seemed like entrapment. That's why I said whatever they had did, it had to be where dude had came to him. Set that shit up and then went to the back to the base and was like, "Hey, we got John DeLorean, like high profile. Let's let's get this motherfucker out the streets." But that's why I said this had this was it's bigger than what we think it is, but this shit is bigger than rap. It is, but I, I just feel like I understand that they probably looked at John DeLorean as a threat, but I also mm -hmm. feel like there were people that was probably on that board that's like, "Yo, like." We can make very impressive cars just like he can. Like we could get the next great engineer to come up with another car and we'll compete with this guy. Um, 
But now it's just like I think that the flood. I don't even think that the floodgates are open. I think that it's a scary thing to do to try to go out on your own like an Elon Musk and create, you know, what I'm saying like an all electric car and shit. You know, mm-hmm. like you hear people talk shit about, like, oh man, you know, you want a Tesla? Let's see if it shows up. Let me tell you something. I work for FedEx and I live in South Carolina. There's money here, but not like you know, L.A. and you know, what I mean, New York shit like that. But, dude, I see a Tesla like every like other eight cars. Like there are a lot of fucking Teslas down here. I mean, a ton of Teslas. So he getting those Teslas out. Mm-hmm. But, but I mean, but even even when even when it comes down to like, we used to have they closed it. Um, but maybe they could have moved it. But like. Things that you don't see a lot of is you don't see a lot of lotuses because there's not really like a lotus like dealership down here. Um, I just think that the market for it is just not as it would be in certain places. But to see like a lotus and to see like a Ferrari or to see like a Lamborghini, like it's very spotty around here, but I see a lot of Teslas, my guy. A lot of them. Well, this but, is the thing, though, with with the Lotus. The Lotus is basically um, one of those like legendary cars too. So, like when you see those um, classic, um, when you see those classic car license plates, like the Lotus is one of those. You know what yeah. I'm saying? Like if you if you can find the Lotus and restore it. You know what I'm saying, and get it running like it's it's one of those type of cars. Um, but, and I tell you another one, another yeah. car that uh, that I see a good bit down here. I see a good bit of Maseratis. Really? Yeah. Damn. Okay. Well, y'all Charlie, ain't you Yo, yeah, but it's some motherfuckers, why. dude. I'm telling you, like it's it's some like dude. We got like I used to deliver to this motherfucker. We got these things down here called Eclipse. With like mm-hmm. it's like these houses up in these mountains, like yeah, they're million dollar houses. Mm. Like George Clooney got a house up there. George Clooney and Garrison Hurst. You remember Garrison Hurst used to play for yeah, the Forty Nine ers Yeah, he got a house up there too. And like, man, I had to uh, run. Like, you remember that day I told you I had to do that extra shit? But don't tell me you I ran into off. Garrison Hurst, bro. No, 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 no. <laughs> I bet no, you like, stand the fuck out. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah. But um, but no, like I was delivering to some of these houses, like off in the cut, mm-hmm. dude. These are fucking eight hundred, seven hundred fifty, hundred thousand dollar houses. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Like it's 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 some money, mm-hmm. and I'm telling you, like, but that's another card. Like a lot of people don't know about Maserati. It's kind of crazy because Maserati, like M, kind of like devil, like a devil pitch. It- no, nah, like it looked like, like the it looked like the uh, Poseidon tried it <clears throat> upside down. Well, yeah, but you know, but it resembles that too. Yeah, yeah, but, I for it. It's a it's a trident, bro. Yeah, <laughs> that's all it is. But <laughs> but but yeah, but that's enough. Like I'm saying, like you know, I mean, most most of us, like yeah, you know, we we're gonna mostly see the regular shit, the Chevys, the Fords, the Toyotas, the Hondas, you know, all mm-hmm. that type of shit, but. I think that these 
I think that these places are now maybe not back then. May look, maybe you're right. Maybe they was afraid of John. And they was like, this DeLorean could fuck our whole shit up. For sure. And maybe, maybe <clears throat> they could have. I, I just think when you see a lot of the ego in certain people, I mm. think that they probably looked at John and was like, Yeah, all right, you're coming out with this fuel efficient, you know, little car. All right, cool. We we're gonna find a way to, to top that shit. But then yeah. you also gotta look at Volkswagen. Um I would never buy a Volkswagen a day in my life. I mean, I wouldn't either, but like uh that's Porsche. A like, car. Uh a Porsche. Uh, I was that's yeah. what I was trying to think of. I knew what I'm saying, nine eleven. But yeah. Fire. But now nah, it's a uh we got a, a neighborhood like that out the way. And they got like six hundred, seven hundred thousand dollar houses. But like it's a it's a few Lamborghinis out there, it's some old school Porsches out there. Um it's one dude, he got a uh he has a um a firebird, T top firebird. That he got fully restored. That bad boy is nice. It's all black with red pinstripes and shit. That motherfucker yeah. clean, man. But yeah, like you go out there, you can definitely um see some shit. And the crazy part is like they the backyards to it is a golf course. Yeah. I definitely saw a rapper on 85 the other day. Yeah. This motherfucker was in the uh the Lamborghini truck, mm. but you know that. That uh, that camel um, what they call that shit that the uh that the that the military wear that camouflage shit had yeah. the camouflage paint job drawn on it. Oh okay okay yeah I was like yeah that's I said that's definitely a rapper yeah. <laughs> I said because they the only ones who do those yeah, type of damn paint like jobs yeah. on them calls like you ain't getting no regular corporate you know what I'm saying. Right. White guy to, 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 to right do that. that goofy shit like that, but nah, man. I I think <laughs> yeah. um, all in all, man, John Delorean was a was a true visionary. I think he just caught himself, you know what I'm saying, basically being the victim of himself, being the victim of his ego. You know what I'm saying, getting too big for his britches, and you know if he'd have played it just a little bit smoother. Um, I think that we could have we could have possibly seen a lot of you know what I'm saying a lot of different things coming out of the DeLorean the DeLorean Motor Company, and not to mention you know they're coming out with an electric car in 2024. Mm-hmm. So the the DeLorean Company is not dead, ladies and gentlemen. So you know what I'm saying if you do want a DeLorean, you might not be able to find them old school joints, but 2024 you can get you an electric joint. But the crazy part, though, for this man, now y'all, we we didn't do everything, but for this man to, when he died, what he was doing at the time was online selling watches. To to fall that far, it's crazy. Well, I mean, he was a hustler, man. At the end of the day, that's you know, even though he was selling watches, I mean, I'm sure they was. So to me, somebody like him, those are those are gonna be high class watches, right? Those are gonna yeah. be like presidential joints, that type shit. So I don't I don't see him selling like you know what I'm saying, fossils no time soon. 
Hey, fossil used to be hard, yo. I used to want a uh, a, a Florida State fossil watch so bad back when I was yeah. like in high school. Yeah, but I never, yeah. I never really wore watches like that. I didn't want to watch either. until I seen the Apple Watch. And I was like, yeah, that's that's the, I got an Apple Watch. That's the only yeah. watch I wear. <laughs> I said, I need that. That shit fire. I didn't care. The only other watch that I wanted was the one. That had the buttons on it and it had like a calculator and all that other shit on there. Yeah, I, I, I knew, yeah, that shit was fire too. But yeah, I don't I don't really care for watches. I mean, like I know I'll be seeing people with protects and all that. And yeah, but it ain't the Apple Watch though. Like, yeah, your protect look nice, but you can't check your text messages from it. Man, <laughs> so, you can't start your podcast from it. Yeah, you damn sure can't do it. Speaking of, oh, that's what I meant to say, <laughs> man. Hey, bro, why I forget my headphones at work one day? Oh, no. I mean, not my headphones. I forgot my phone. And it was, it was at the house. So I'm at work, bro. I'm sitting here checking my pockets. I'm about to walk back to the car. And I thought about it. I said, hold on. Look at my Apple Watch. Man, I'm going to sit at the house. I'm like, oh, my God. Oh, no. I'm talking about early in the morning, everything, bro. I'm like, man, I ain't going to be able to listen to nothing. So I'm sitting, I'm walking back. Then something hit me, was like, fool, you got an Apple Watch. <laughs> <laughs> Look through my watch, bro. All day long, bro, just listening through pods, listening to pods through my watch, bro. So salute That's to Apple, man. You talk about a genius, Steve Jobs, man. You are a John DeLorean. Yes, sir. Um, all right, man. So let's get into the uh, fire flames. Let's do it. All right. Yoga fire. Yoga claim. So, what are you giving this, man? Oh, what am I giving this? Um, so, you know, like we mentioned earlier, my first time seeing it. Um, actually, been on the list for a while. Mm-hmm. So, uh, as far as the myth and the mogul John DeLorean, I'm gonna give it a three point five. Um, okay. It was it was informative, but there was some other things that, like 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 I said, I didn't know anything it's the back about. To the future thing that got you. It's the back what? to the future thing. That yeah, got that, 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 that really pissed me off because I was waiting good. on it. Yeah, I'm waiting sure. on it. Like sure. I'm like, how did like we we go from we go from the car door won't open straight mm-hmm. to he got set up and he went to jail. And it's like okay, w- w- all right. So so when did they do the deal to to get to get him back to the future? Like what what, what happened? And they didn't mention it at all. Yeah. But um, I mean, it was. I mean, look, it, it was a good it was a good doc. But mm-hmm. you know what I'm saying? I, I've 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 definitely seen better. Yeah. Um, you know the Belfast stuff was very interesting. Hilarious. Um, I don't know why I'm going hilarious. No, that shit is hilarious. My nigga, my nigga brought up an economy. <laughs> and he brought it down. Yeah. Like, th- think about he, that, bro. He gave think him about, hope. That's, I'm just saying, think about if a dude came to America, right, and went to Mississippi and was like, Brett Favre, move out the way. I got this. And brought up Mississippi's economy, brought them out, out of being the poorest state in the country, and then this nigga went to go buy cocaine so he could continue his business and got locked up. <laughs> and they went back. That shit be bonkers, bro. That shit be fucking bonkers. Yeah. Yeah, it's, it's definitely crazy. But then, like, the whole thing of, like, trying to 
like they were trying to excuse some of his behavior by bringing mm-hmm. up his past and how he grew up. Yeah, and his yeah. dad being an alcoholic and all that shit. Like, yeah. they get that bullshit the fuck out of here. But yeah. um, but yeah, man, I'm I'm, I'm gonna give it three point five. <clears throat> cool, man. Um, I'm somewhere I'm somewhere in there with you, man. I'm gonna go a notch up and I'm gonna go four. Excuse me, only because, like I said, man, that Belfast thing, bro, that got me. Oh man, they could they could have did the whole doc just on that. I'd have been in. I'd have been tuned in. Um, but I agree with you, man. The whole thing of his dad being alcoholic and going back to the way his grandfather treated his dad and his dad treating him and blah blah blah. Man, let me tell you something. If my dad was an alcoholic and then I grew up to be the greatest car engineer <laughs> to ever live, <laughs> I could kind of forgive that dude, bro. It wouldn't be no issue for me being like, ah, he wasn't that bad. You know what I'm saying? Um, but I did think it was super interesting, man. Me too. I'm with you on that uh, as well, though, about the whole Back to the Future joint, because to me, the Back to the Future was the reason that the DeLorean is even a, a thing in culture right now. Like everybody knows the DeLorean, not from John DeLorean or this whole situation. We know it because of Back to the Future. We know that Doc got in that bad boy and went back in time. Um, so that I think they definitely um, missed the target with that. Um, I also, just the fact of, you know, just the impact that it had too. They never really reached back and talked about the impact that that had on car companies today, which I didn't, I didn't think, you know what I'm saying? They should have missed that either, but I'm going to go ahead and go forward because it was still entertaining. And like I said, that Belfast thing that sold me, bro. They got me on that one. That's funny. So um, let's get into the coming soon, man. Let's do it. Coming soon to own on video and DVD. So coming soon, what we got next is our top five movie franchises. And uh, this one is, uh, it's going to be tough for me. Uh, yeah. Same it's going to be real tough for me. Um, I have to actually go through the list of movie franchises and <clears throat> kind of get nostalgic real quick. But uh, yeah, I mean, it's, I, I think I'd be able to pull it off. There's some good ones out there. We've actually mentioned a bunch of them on um, some episodes that we've done. So, you know what I'm saying? I had to probably go back and listen to some episodes as well myself just to check out uh, some of the ones we've already reviewed. Yeah, it, it's going to be tough because, like, with with all franchises, you got to understand they're done by humans. So there are always going to be some misses in there. Yep. But um, I think that going off of the – the collective as a whole, mm-hmm. I think that you know, what I'm saying we'll, we'll be we definitely going to be able to put five together. But it's just the fact of like my top one, like there's a there's a, there's some stinkers in there. Yeah, like, but I yeah. think that's kind of everything, especially if you're talking about something that, that got six, seven, eight movies, or you know, what I'm saying even or five or six. Yeah, yeah, like yeah, there's going to be some stinkers in there that kind of fuck the whole shit up. But like right. as a whole, you know, what I'm saying it's dope. So. I mean, I already know what your number one is, and you already know what my number one is. So it's just really going to be the, those those other four slots is For where sure. we really kind of, you For know, sure. battling that. So, yeah, this is going to be good. I ain't going to lie. I, 
I'm I'm super biased when I say this. My number one don't have no stinkers, bro. The motherfuckers are still putting up. They still putting up. I don't care what you say. I'm not. Nah, I can't do that. Man, whatever. I can't do that, bro. Well, I, you know, I can't speak on it. I only seen yeah. one movie of the whole thing. So. Oh yeah, you tripping? You got a, you got a <laughs> lot to catch up on. And then for somebody to have Disney Plus, shame on you, bro. I know, shame I know, man. You. They even got it in order for me. Like you can watch it in the order it's supposed to be. Come on, man. They doing the work for you. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? But uh, yeah, man. It's it's gonna be um, it's gonna be nice, bro. But uh, listen, man, if you guys like this episode, if you didn't like this episode, if you want to give us a suggestion, if you would just like to talk to us about some things that we said in the past or what we're talking about now, you can always hit us up on the socials, uh, on IG and Twitter. Damn, I was about to say on IG and Viewers Anonymous. On IG and Twitter, <laughs> at ViewAnonPod, all one word. Also, you can hit us up on Facebook, VA Pod Watch Group. Um, and you can go there, you know what I'm saying? It's, it's a nice little community. You can post movies you want to see, post movies that's coming out, all that good stuff, man. Just a place for us to talk movies and television. And um, if you're looking for me, man, you can go to Twitter, at Scoots Bronson, and uh, I got a link tree in my bio. You can follow me everywhere else there. And for me, you can find me at foster 8 on Instagram and Twitter, uh, at 28 Minutes or Less Pod on IG. Follow the podcast. On all major platforms, you know, still rocking with episode 100, uh, which was uh, Best Sequels. Um, mm-hmm. So go check that out on all major platforms. Leave a review, rate, subscribe, all of that shit. Mm-hmm. But, uh, oh, 4-3. Uh, yep. By the time you hear this, it's going to already be out. But um, just for the future, you know what I'm saying, if y'all want to see us live, you know what I'm saying, 10-30s, Saturdays, um, before the games kick off, the Saturday games kick off. Eastern Standard Time. <clears throat> yeah, Eastern Standard Time. You know, check us out on what we're doing over there. Yep, and we will be on Twitch. You can find uh, my Twitch channel, Askus Bronson. You can, you can chat with us there. You get interactive with us there. However, you can also go on the 4-3 page on Facebook. Right now, we cannot do any live video because I made a comment about football to somebody and they are blocking my account for 30 days. So I only got 14 days left. So uh, <laughs> I I will be posting the replay on Facebook for those who missed it. And um, you can also go on Twitter if you just want to watch, but on Facebook and Twitch, you can always interact, put your comments in everything else. We do post comments. We also talk about the comments as well. Um, and last but not least, if you would like to listen back on the episode, if you can't, Catch us at 10.30. You can go to Spotify, and uh, you can listen to us there. Just check out the 4.3. Um, yeah, man, that's it. Listen, thank you guys for tuning in. Thank you guys for listening. Uh, thank you guys for watching. Uh, until next time, until the next episode, like they said in Hollywood, man, that's a wrap. Cut.